1: And we're live. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince. This is Andrea, my partner in truth. We go back and forth. We discuss the news and events of the day as it pertains to finance, U.S., world, health, etc. What the heck is going on in this world? We don't know, but we're trying to figure it out. That's why we're here. And we're sharing it with the world. All of you, the Red Pill family, who love to tune in in the morning. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. As you know, we will be live again tonight. Joshua Reed will be hosting the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time to really dive into communism in America, the unfolding global conspiracy, and much, much more. And it's Thursday night, so that's what it will be. But tomorrow night it will be conversations on the fringe just an hour later at 6:30 PM Pacific time where Josh has a special guest, Carrie Cassidy, and they are going to have a great old conversation. Um, so please tune in tomorrow as we unwind from the chaos of the news and world war three and all this and get into a little bit more recreational conversations and things that uh, really challenge our brains and get into the realm of other possibilities. So, After that, we'll have our Saturday show with Jim Bob Oval Shorts and myself, Makes You Think, where we'll discuss another topic that just makes us think, have a good conversation, have a good time. Of course, tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday night, every night, there is the chat open on the Social Red Pill. Usually it's most active in the evenings. However, it's open 24-7. If you want to schedule something and meet with people in there, you can. You can join that by going to www.socialredpill.com, creating a free account going to the events tab and you have that chat there after the shows. We usually have a chat, the evening shows, not typically the morning show. Cause we're just too damn busy um, as well as most of you as well. So it kind of works out, but yeah, come to the social network, socialredpill.com, www.socialredpill.com. It's a good time. So I'm looking forward to the weekend, but first we have to get through Thursday and we have a lot to do. We got to do the show. We got to do our life things. We got to do the night show. We got to do the after chat. And then we got a, yeah, we'll get there, but it's Thursday. It's November 3rd, 2022. We're here. You're here. Andrea is here with me. We're ready to go. Everything's perfect for the most part. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. <laughs> How are is you? a
2: relative term. I'm good. Perfect. I wouldn't say perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, no, I am, uh, you know, just trudging through my week. Trying to get through till Friday when we can do Friday Funnies, which is always my favorite part. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, just make it through the week and see what we can do. It's getting colder. And so we got, ooh, I wanted to remind everybody, I do believe, if I am accurate, that we have daylight savings time ending this weekend.
1: That means it's going to get dark earlier, right? Yes. Oh, Lord.
2: Yeah, I'm like, oh lovely, it'll be starting before we know it, it'll be dark at like four or four thirty.
1: No. I hate it.
2: I hate it and then it'll be like that for until you know, God only knows when. Feels like forever. This is gonna be
1: tough. This is gonna be a tough tough. winter for me. Yeah.
2: I don't I don't like I don't like dark, but so remember to change your clocks back because if you don't and you go to log in on Monday for morning coffee, you may be late.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's not let's not screw that up. We got to be responsible podcast hosts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or you may log on to the normal at the right time. And you're like, they're not here because they were late.
1: <laughs> Just don't be the first person at work. It's always embarrassing.
2: Right. I You know, growing <laughs> up, I used to remember uh, my mom would take us to church every Sunday and stuff. And yeah. twice a year, we'd fuck it all up. twice a year we would get you know once a year we would get there early an hour early and we'd sit on the she'd make us sit on the steps and wait because she wasn't going (laughs) to drive home and then drive back Yeah, and so we'd sit there for an hour and then you know the other Time of the year, we would get there and we would be late, and church would be over.
1: <laughs> that was always probably such a shitty day, too. Like, arr, arr. Uh, oh yeah,
2: yeah. She had, you know, kids to get ready to go and everything, and it wasn't a good time. And so then I, you know, fucked her all up. And,
0: <sighs> that's yeah, great. she'd
2: yell at us, and we you know, because that's what moms do when they're when they're grouchy. They yell at their kids. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, this is my fault. <laughs>
1: So good, googly moogly. Oh, Holy smokes! It. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the darkness. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm not gonna lie. It gets spooky out here. It gets cold and rainy. I have my uh, handy dandy headlamps. Nice. So, oh, hello. Oh, I'm gone. There I am. <laughs> so I'm prepared. I'm ready. um
2: I'm not afraid of the dark. I, I just,
1: dude. Well, usually <laughs> I'm fine. How many hours? Mostly fine. There's a lot of deer around here. There's some coyotes. There's black bears. um, And an occasional cougar. Um, And my studio is detached from our house, which is being built, so it's not complete. And I'm living just down the road. So I have to leave my studio, clean up around, do whatever I have to do around the house, and then leave and go home. So it's like, i got to go through the darkness and then Can you I, get the light? Yeah, I have to go through the, darkness <laughs> to get through the light. And then I park my car, like in the back of this lot behind some trees under some trees. So it's like, and I call that, I call that area a uh, coyote court because there's a coyote that likes to go through there. Like in the morning, sometimes they will be leaving and I'll be coming in to get in my car. But one day I got really spooked because I just had that feeling. Like I thought I saw something and then I felt like I was being watched and I didn't mm-hmm. have a light and it was dark. Oh my gosh! And then another night, I left the studio and almost walked right into a big deer with antlers. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't see it because I didn't have a light. So that's why I got these headlamps. Um, I could walk out of here, and there could be a deer standing right there. They literally just—they're they, like, I every day there's one at least right here, sometime throughout the day. Yeah. You so, just need to
2: start taking a knife with
1: you.
2: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> you're like i got dinner <laughs> yeah sorry
1: no morning coffee tomorrow i um, <laughs> need to skin this deer from <laughs> yeah. last night
2: right my God. Um, yeah just think about it though you know you could take those coyotes
1: mm-hmm. and you could turn them into pets no and you're like
2: hey look at the new puppy i got no,
1: <laughs> no my cat would they're kind of
2: a them. scroungy looking dog yeah and you know for the most part though with coyotes they they typically stay away from people. But yeah. they're, they're more scared of you than you are of them. I'm not so much worried
1: about them. I'm worried about pissing off a deer and getting kicked or horned, especially like during like a mating season or something, or a cougar. <laughs> a cougar hunting me down during twilight or like a Bigfoot manifesting and then teleporting me somewhere. Yeah. Who knows, man. Yeah, it's hard to say. It's relatively safe though. I'm just paranoid.
2: <laughs> I thought I saw
1: a UFO last night. That was pretty cool. Did you? I thought I did. It was maybe a shooting star. They, they
2: left you here though. So
1: True. I remember I don't have any lost time or anything like that. So no probing, no nothing, no implants. So.
2: <laughs> That's a good thing, I suppose. Uh somebody says the coyotes are very curious animals. They are. They're also very uh very sketchy. And they they're curious, but they're not super curious. I
1: don't
0: know. Man. I grew up around
2: coyotes and stuff and um so coyotes don't bother me. I we have
1: coyotes I, here. Yeah, hey, I'm not too worried about them. I I actually I'm not worried about really anything. The thing I'm worried about is that one off chance that I spook something.
2: Yeah, it's more like a, along the line of an accident. You yeah. do something and an accident happens in some sort yeah. but I can see that.
1: But it'll probably be fine. We'll see. I'll pr- I probably have more of a chance of slipping on ice and fucking breaking my neck.
2: Don't do that.
1: Anyway, yeah. you guys, we're going to talk about the news and events of the day. Um, Welcome from all across the internet please follow us everywhere you can we are on d live and rumble and facebook and linkedin and twitter and instagram not instagram we are on telegram clout hub Hub. so follow us all those places because they're kind of cracking down on us as usual uh, they always are and um if you can't find us one day it might just be because we aren't streaming on that certain platform so um, one way to keep in track is to go to redpills.tv, put in your email, and you can keep track of where we're going with a daily email from us, um, as well as our social network, redpills.tv. I'm sorry, www.socialredpill.com. We've sent out a notification before each of our shows, as well as it's somewhere you could um, post things and have fun with all the people on there. So those are good ways to keep in touch with us. Um, let's get into it. Uh, I think we should just skip finance for today. We know that the uh, rates were hiked yesterday. Um, three quarters of a point and they're going to keep the economy propped up through the election here. Uh, and it's a shit show. House prices are going down. Our 401ks are almost 20% in the hole for most of us, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that's where we're at. I don't have any big, big stories. And I think we could just jump straight over to us news. How does that sound? I'm, well, you, right by me. I'm not bumming you out nope <laughs> so yeah nope. just remember don't look at your 401ks and prepare as best you can financially for the future Yep. diversify okay that's all we got
2: exactly
1: so let's get into it do you want to take the first or do you want to sure do we have
2: this was a this was a good story i mean not really relevant to anything in particular but relevant to everything yeah says a story breaks always ask why now regardless of the issue the title of this piece is a good rule of thumb to apply when you're reading breaking news i'm not talking about your conventional cars run over pedestrians or whatever i'm talking about reports like today's news that there are u.s boots on the ground in ukraine american military personnel are now in Ukraine to help keep track of the billions of dollars worth of weapons and equipment in the United States has since has sent since the start of the Russian invasion, a senior U.S. defense official and senior U.S. military official said. Led by Brigadier General Garrett Carman, the U.S. defense attaché to Ukraine, the inspections have already begun with the help of the Office of Defense Cooperation personnel who have returned to the U.S. embassy in Ukraine, the official said. Brigadier General Garrett Carman. Yes, why now? The story is curious, not only for its content, but its timing. Let me start with content. Concerns were raised starting last April about the corrupt diversion of U.S. military supplies to criminal organizations inside Ukraine. That is why CBS produced a 60 Minutes piece that aired in August with the inconvenient claim that a good portion of U.S. weapons never made it to the front. Within days of the story's publication, CBS News deletes the tweet claiming only like 30% of U.S. military aid for Ukraine ever reaches the front lines. You can read my original piece here. If the U.S. was serious about ensuring the weapons paid for by U.S. taxpayers actually wound up in the hands of Ukrainian soldiers, it would have been very easy to put in an audit system and verify periodically that there was no cannery going on. How should you do this? Here's one possibility when every plane touches down and cargo is offloaded, the Ukrainians should have been required to identify and record in a joint database where those items would be stored and who would be receiving them ultimately. You demand that records be kept detailing when, where, and to whom those weapons or supplies are delivered. Then you could conduct periodic audits, one every three weeks, verifying those facts. Apparently, no one on the U.S. side felt the need to do this, and the crooked Ukrainians did what they do best. They looted the stockpiles, at least initially. But what? But we do have a pretty strong hint that the Pentagon realized they had a serious problem by May and made some unusual quiet moves to address the situation. Let us ex- examine the career of Brigadier General Garrett Harman, who reportedly is helping the Ukrainians keep track of the U.S. largesse. And then it goes into, you know, the duty assignments that he had. I'm not going to read through that, but uh, normally... Someone like General Harmon would do a two-year tour as the commanding general of the United States Army Security Assistance Command at the Redstone Arsenal in Alabama. Mm -hmm. He was reassigned after only one year. Why? Take a look at his bio and previous assignments. He spent almost two years in Moscow at the U.S. Defense Attaché. According to his bio, he majored in Russian studies at West Point and speaks Russian. But little attention was paid to his arrival in Kiev in late July. Only now is his name being bandied about why Hmm. for starters general harman speaks russian and should be able to communicate easily with his ukrainian counterparts who also speak russian second he should have some relevant knowledge about the russian generals that are directing the campaign in ukraine that could be helpful to ukrainian military planners most civilians may assume that generals populate defense attaches slots around the world not so most of these positions are staffed by lieutenant colonels and colonels putting a general in charge is not common while it is possible that today's story about U.S. troops on the ground carrying out audits of U.S. military supplies delivered to Ukraine is genuine, I have my doubts. Soldiers ostensibly sensibly detailed to carry out audits could, in fact, be diverted to help man M777 batteries, HIMARS hmm. Heimler rock, rocket launchers, harm missile launchers, or operate dr- combat drones. Declaring the purpose as an audit could just be a thin form of cover to avoid admitting that the U.S. has troops in combat. One possibility for the timing is to provide an explanation for U.S. casualties from recent Russian attacks that have not been publicized. One of the articles describing General Harmon's inspection mission indicated that the U.S. troops were not being sent to the front lines and therefore are safe. I call bullshit. There is no safe place in Ukraine that Russia cannot hit with one of its cruise missiles. NATO troops learned this the hard way last March with the devastating hypersonic missile attack on Yavarev. Inspecting U.S. supplied weapons means that the auditor either is visiting a warehouse, which the Russians are hitting with regularity, or going to where those weapons are deployed, which means they are vulnerable to Russian fires. If General Harmon's primary mission is auditing the disposition of the U.S. weapons supplied to Ukraine, this is a admission that the original CBS story on diverted weapons was accurate and the United States is trying to get the worms back into the camp. But if that is the case, why wait more than three months to let the press know that the United States was acting to prevent corruption? Why?
1: Really mm, something smells fishy. And it's funny. Josh made that same thought, had that same thought of this could be a setup for a false flag or a setup for, um, for a, cover up in corruption. Yeah, well, um, an excuse to get deeper into this war.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <sighs> if U.S. troops are accidentally harmed, accidentally or purposely or whatever, right? Right.
2: Because wow. they could say that they're over there auditing when really they're involved. And, um, you know, if a bunch of service, U.S. servicemen die over there, that would give Joe Biden the excuse he needs to launch an attack on Russia. But we were just over there auditing weapons and... Russia killed a bunch of our men, so now we're going to war with them.
1: Yeah, and we urge all of NATO to join us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how it'll so, go. Uh, hopefully, this doesn't escalate. But man, it is not slowing down, is it?
2: No, but I thought that the, the 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 title of the story, when a story breaks, always ask why now,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and. You know, I thought that's a really good point and that we should yeah. be applying to a lot of these stories, like um, the Paul Pelosi story, right? When that, when that all came out, I was like, hmm, well, that's interesting timing, right? You kind of have to ask yourself, why not? Because they use a lot of different tactics um, to divert attention away from other matters. And we've seen sure. them do this legislation you know um they've got legislation that they don't that they're gonna pass that they don't want the american people to know about and so they divert attention away from that and onto something else and people are like oh my gosh did you hear
1: yeah i don't think we missed anything over the weekend though
2: no 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 i'm not saying that because i looked i specifically looked right yeah um and there are things that I think happened that are an absolute fluke and i honestly i mm-hmm. think that this is something that was a fluke that was never supposed to happen it wasn't planned um and which is of course why they're trying to cover it up and they're flubbing their way through all of this because yeah. it wasn't a narrative that was supposed to go in the news you know and you can see that but a lot of times um, they do come up with this stuff and they pre plan yeah. it to divert attention away and so we have to kind of ask
1: ourselves why now definitely yeah it's a definitely a good exercise and a good uh thing to keep in the back of your head with everything question Mm -hmm. everything it's the red pill motto you know so yeah i agree um yeah i think that 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 story's pretty bang on i think um they're setting the narrative or exactly what was outlined an escalation a justified escalation yep. oh my gosh this is so- and i
2: think a lot of it has to come down to the fact that russia is not giving them what they want they want russia to start a war russia's like no we're doing everything we can to de-escalate it and they even came out and said we're not going to focus on escalating this anymore
1: it's interesting you know I was expecting Russia to actually be more aggressive when it came to this grain ordeal going on. Do we have this in the story? I don't think we have this, but uh, we've covered it all week. Um, While the Pelosi plunder was happening and people were memeing and uh, they were trying to cover their tracks and whatever, um, Ukraine missiled Russia's uh, Navy fleet and damaged one ship. Yes. Russia responded saying, all right, well, we're not going to offer you access to get your grain out of our, our, not our waters, but the waters that you need access to, to commence with your trade, which is a large portion of the world's grain from Ukraine. And then they came kind of came back yesterday and they're like, actually, we will, we will let you do it, but just, you know, chill out. So I'm seeing a lot of restraint from Russia in that regard where they really could drop the hammer, lock it down and say, Oh yeah, it's over. But like you said, they're really, yeah, they're showing restraint. Don't you think
2: they are? And you know, when they do that, it's funny because you can see the left has an excuse for that too. Um, And that they're what they're, what we're seeing now, or I've been seeing is that Putin has Parkinson's and cancer. So they're
1: bringing this whole thing back up again. I always took him for an Aries.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. But um, (laughs) that's what they're saying. I mean, they did this a couple of months ago, and they expect everybody to, you know. um, And then, of course, Russia came out and said, this is not true.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And people, there were other people that came out and said, this is unsubstantiated. There's no proof that that Putin has Parkinson's
1: disease or cancer.
2: And so why now post they're that? coming back out again.
0: So
1: why publish that news story like Mockingbird Media on a uh, timer?
2: Right.
1: And they do that every they keep continually putting that out there. Oh, yeah. did you see the way he grabbed his think, desk? Oh he was bubbly. Um maybe it's a counter. But I think a
2: lot of it is that they do this because they're not getting the response from russia that they think because russia is de-escalating a lot of this and so they've got to be able to explain to the american people why this tyrant that they're pushing him off to be is not tyranting like he's supposed to tyrant
1: (laughs) yeah i saw people on twitter too they're like this is why putin is warmonger he wants to end the world before he loses his life and i'm just like you guys are drinking the kool-aid Talk about conspiracy theorists over here, man. (laughs) Yeah, I think there might be aliens, but you think other crazy shit. Anyway, we love all opinions. Um, If they really wanted a juicy story to distract from something and also at the same time hinder Putin, they should Photoshop Joe Biden's IV-ridden, bruised-up, bloody hand and then Photoshop it onto Putin's hand. Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. They should hire me. If you're hiring million dollars an hour, I'm down, I'll help the demons. (laughs) It's fine. I couldn't do it for a million dollars an hour. I couldn't either. I might do it for a hundred million cash up front for a one month (laughs) contract.
2: You're like, I'll help
1: you out after the election for a month. (laughs) Actually, I I wouldn't for any amount of money, actually. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't either. All right. I'd rather just be poor. Honest. Okay. Well, what else do we have? January 6th protester and Green Beret, Jeremy Brown, who was arrested for turning down FBI requests to work as an operative on January 6th, is offered a plea deal by the corrupt Department of Justice, and he turns it down. Wow.
2: This guy is being held as a political prisoner and he did not. He didn't even enter the Capitol building.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah, I don't think the
1: story is super long. Okay.
2: but You want me to go over it or do you want to? Yeah,
1: I'll read it. It's fine. Uh, Green Beret and Republican congressional candidate Jeremy Brown attended the Stop the Steal protest in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, 2021. Jeremy joined the Oath Keepers in November of 2020 following the controversial elections and went to Washington, D.C. to provide security security at at the many protests and rallies that were planned in D.C. that week. In March of 2021, Jeremy Brown started speaking out how the Department of Homeland Security, DHS, and FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force force contacted him and attempted to recruit him to spy on patriots and everyday americans on january 6th in december 2020 fbi agents contacted jeremy brown at his home for posting some things online that's illegal by the way posting things online uh
2: that the fbi saw that he posted some things online it means they're spying on american citizens
1: yeah Um, continue kind of Jeremy released video surveillance of the FBI contacting him at his home, and Jeremy then later released an audio recording of his actual meetup with the FBI. Jeremy struggled for months about whether or not to go public with this information, but according to his Facebook page, quote, After listening to politicians and the FBI director Chris Ray tell lie after bald-faced lie to the American people, he could not stay silent any longer, unquote. Jeremy decided his desire to protect and defend the American people and the truth are more important than privacy or personal safety. So in March of 2021, Jeremy joined Brandon Gray on Band.TV to explain what happened to him after he joined the Oath Keepers in November. Jeremy released a video of his encounter with government officials when they came to his home. Jeremy also released audio of his meeting with the FBI at a local restaurant when they tried to recruit him to work undercover for him on january 6th in washington dc jeremy explained in this video that the fbi called his cell phone and asked for a meeting after trying to contact him at his house jeremy then met with the fbi agents at a restaurant in ybor city in december 2020 he told brandon gray the 38 seconds into the interview uh the fbi attempted to recruit him to spy on the oath keepers the Gateway pundit first spoke with Jeremy Brown in 2021. Jeremy was safe at the time, but laying low and keeping on the situation until he says he has a full grasp on any fallout that is sure to result. Uh, and then they have a fundraiser for him uh, in September 2020. The same agents who tried to recruit him months earlier returned to Jeremy Brown's home in nearly two dozen a- and with nearly two dozen agents to arrest him at 3:45 p.m. Eastern. The FBI raided retired Army Ranger Jeremy Brown's home and arrested Jeremy. The charge was trespassing. The Gateway Pundit was notified the next morning by his family and attorney. The FBI searched his house, RV, and trailer. Then they then they arrested Jeremy and took him away. His family contacted the Gateway Pundit the following morning. Um... Jeremy Brown is a Green Beret and served in the U.S. Army from 92 to 2012 and reached the rank of Special Forces Master Sergeant. The Gateway Pundit spoke with Jeremy's girlfriend after his arrest. She told us Jeremy would later appeal appear in Pinellas County Court. Jeremy was charged with trespassing a misdemeanor. Jeremy Brown never entered the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. His crime was in reality, refusing to be an FBI informant as we described below. The FBI sent 20 vehicles for his arrest. D.H.S and Pinellas County Law Enforcement were also present. The FBI was in Jeremy's home for five and a half hours looking for evidence. We were told the FBI did not read Jeremy his rights. As we reported months ago, Jeremy Brown refused to be an informant for the dirty FBI. They wanted him to be one of their plants at the January 6th Trump rallies. He refused, so they stormed his home at 3.45 p.m. on Thursday and arrested him on bogus misdemeanor charges. Fast forward to Wednesday of this week, Jeremy Brown's girlfriend contacted the Gateway Pundit on Wednesday and informed us that Jeremy Brown was offered a plea deal this week the federal prosecutors were willing to drop seven felonies all of the evidence they planted if jeremy brown pled guilty to gun to two gun charges this is how the fbi rolls jeremy brown declined the offer we are living under the authority of an immoral regime today
2: oh my gosh so he's been sitting in prison this whole time just so everybody knows he's not been granted any kind of due process his civil rights and civil Liberties are being completely violated. Wow. And he's being held like he's in a gulag with no no due process. Yeah, no rights. And writing. he's still sitting there. And they He's sitting in there for apparently a misdemeanor.
1: And it sounds like they planted evidence, who, allegedly, is what they're saying. Yeah, hmm, I wonder but it's what like, they
2: who, who goes to prison, Guns, who goes to like jail so. for a misdemeanor?
1: It Nobody. sounds like they wanted it to come clean on some gun charges. I wonder if they planted guns and said, whoa, we found guns in your trailer or RV.
2: Most likely. But they've got they, they were off willing to drop seven felony charges. It doesn't even say that they told him anything about what they charged him with was a misdemeanor of trespassing, which they don't throw people in jail typically for trespassing right they don't i mean i i've never heard of a case where they've thrown unless it's a chronic you know abuser that you know is trespassing repeatedly then yeah. they will but this is not that situation and wow. so here he sits in prison a political prisoner with his constitutional rights being violated
1: yeah, man, this corruption is absurd, man. And that's what
2: they've done to all of these January 6 is that they've, oh, well, they've offered them plea deals. Right. They weren't guilty of anything, but they were like, well, if you do this, then we'll, we'll knock these charges down to this and you'll only serve a few years in prison. When really they shouldn't be serving any time in prison and shouldn't have spent time in prison to begin with when they were
1: put there yeah there should be zero people in prison from that except maybe all of the I, I would say none all because the, all the people who let the doors open and stuff i mean like the people that were complicit in making it happen i think it was allowed but to that, happen right? yeah. yeah and you know like john sullivan and these kind of antifa people that were there breaking yeah. windows letting people in i allegedly i don't know but Wow. Mm-hmm. Backwards land, band. This is not good. Really, really, really bad. It's going to take a minute to fix all of this. Yeah. Yeah, we got president. And people
2: still think we're a constitutional republic.
1: No. A broken I, I
2: would right? say we haven't been a constitutional republic for at least two years.
1: Mm-mm. Well, shoot. I think the uh, the state of our government has been corrupted for a long long time and that we are a broken form of something right now
2: yeah i i I just don't think that we've been a constitutional republic for i would say that um and this is going out on a limb a little bit but i would say that easily since 9 11 when they put the patriot act through we stopped being a constitutional republic then Perhaps. Because they are allowed to hold people um, without any due process. They are allowed to hold Americans. All yeah. due process ended. We True. stopped, in my opinion, we stopped being a constitutional republic at that point in time.
1: Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. probably a common opinion. And they definitely overrode all of our protections with the Patriot Act. hmm which is unconstitutional. Everyone knows this, but they did it and they are going by it. So doesn't really matter. And they're really getting matter. away with it. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah. All right. What else have we got?
2: We got President Trump is su- suing uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James. <laughs> cool. There's really not much to it other than that because it doesn't say what he's suing her for. Um, other than he's suing her because she's suing him and um, there's a witch hunt going on with the state of New York and Trump for you know, saying that he you know, fraudulently assessed the values of his businesses improperly and blah, blah, blah. Okay.
1: So he's suing mm-hmm.
2: her, which is funny. It's right? probably
1: slander and such.
2: Yeah. Cool. Good. Really not Get her,
1: there. Trump. Great. Right? Uh, this is... A story, and I'm just trying to be cautious because um, I don't want to get another slap on the hand, but Tucker Carlson covered uh, a story where he laid out evidence that the USA, CIA, and Big Tech interfered in Brazil's election. This is a tough pill for people to swallow, this uh, at ATL-R-U-Y said. Um He says, for your information, I didn't say this. Tucker Carlson said this. I just wanted to cover my tracks so I don't get suspended. Yeah, exactly. So Tucker Carlson was alleging that there was interference in Brazil's election. And um, I saw people pointing out to kind of the same thing we're seeing with our election now is that they were told, accept the results of the election. Accept the results of the election. Accept the results of the election. And then the results were exactly opposite of what everybody voted for. Yeah. and um they're getting up a upset so that's same thing what, that's gonna
2: happen here
1: maybe i hope not but we'll see what happens right. man it very well could be that um i just think that's interesting and i think uh there may be something to it so i would like to watch that show it's just man there's only 24 hours in a day i don't know how really? how we could keep up with all of it so that's good that that was covered yeah um we had a heckler at Obama's mid-speech, and he got kicked out of the uh, speech, kicked out of the room nice. for calling out Obama.
2: Oh. Yeah, you don't want to do that. it's
0: an economy that's very good for folks at the very top, but not always so good for ordinary people. Like you, Obama, why do you... Communities Katie where Katie too Katie many Katie kids... Are, are, are you going to start? Are you going to start yelling? Yeah. You know, you, know you, you have to be polite <laughs> on, and civil. When people are, talking, people are talking, then other people are talking. And then you you get Katie a chance Hubs. to talk. Set up your own rally. has discrimination. A Trump. lot of people worked hard for Katie this. <laughs> Come on, man.
1: Come on, man. They then they walk him out. They escort him out, and then, well, actually, let's keep watching because there are some liberals. They almost attack him. It looks like.
0: Come on! against black people. <laughs> yeah, discrimination. Yeah. 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 they are. <laughs> yeah discriminates against, black, stop people. You? Katie discriminates against <laughs> black people Katie Hobbs discriminates against black people Katie Hobbs discriminates against black people here we go a person of color is not you allowed
2: to
1: be in here <laughs> so I love this look at this auditorium wow he filled that auditorium to the brim with tens of people And he's like, A lot of people worked hard on this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. It was looked like a I think it was a school auditorium. Yeah, I know. Well it's
2: like that that's them. They they think that how dare you interrupt me. Don't you know that I am an elite? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah. That's what Obama can do. I I get sick of these people. They think they're so much better than us. They're not.
1: No. They're just crooks
2: they are they're like they mafia yeah and you know what the sad part about it is is that the american people have seemed to have forgotten that there are a lot more of us than there are of them and all we have to do is say no
1: true if everybody said no it'd be over
2: yeah but we just keep perpetuating this shit I don't
1: get it. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. Van Halen said, start your own rally. LOL, pathetic. Barry Satoro, pathetic. Yeah, he is pathetic. And you know what? We do start our own rallies and hold our own huge events and all this stuff, and they absolutely hate it. So when they say start your own rally, they don't actually want you to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and do it. They want you to shut the hell up and conform. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, that's
2: what he's actually saying. He's not saying... Go out and start your own thing," he <laughs> said. "Shut the fuck up and conform to what we tell you to do because you are a serf and a slave, and we are your masters."
1: Yeah, and then uh, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. That that made me happy. That is funny. Um, what else do we have? He'll
2: probably end up in you know a CIA black site.
1: Right? Oh my god. <laughs> What else have we got this morning? Uh, We
0: got
2: more, it looks like more news on Elon Musk and Twitter. This is, um, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in this. Um, This is just in. Twitter owner Elon Musk promised civil rights leaders he will restore content moderation tools that had been blocked for some staff by the end of the week, according to three leaders who met with Musk.
1: These are probably the civil rights leaders he met with the other day that were all radical lefties
2: so they're gonna keep they're gonna keep moderating content so he shut it down and now he's turning them back on
1: yeah some things most of it or some of it
2: which you know what free speech doesn't exist if somebody gets to decide what free speech is yeah free speech is the speech that you don't want to hear any speech any speech it doesn't matter hate speech Free
1: speech. Hate speech is a made-up word.
2: It it absolutely misinformation. Free speech, also another made-up word. They've sat there and played (laughs) conquer and divide with our language. Yeah, and and it's disgusting, you know. And I think this is something that is important enough to understand because most most people do what most people have done in the past has led us to this situation and go, well, it's not that bad. It's right. not that big of a deal. I'm just going to watch what I say. It's no big deal. Why should you have to watch what you say? I should be able to say whatever the hell I want. The Constitution gives me the right to do that. And then you got these people out there like, the Constitution's a living document. They didn't mean that you could torment and harass somebody.
1: They didn't mean that you could. There was no
2: stipulation <laughs> in the Constitution when it was written. I'm sure people hated what? people back then, too.
1: And if someone, <laughs> if someone feels away about what you said that's not your fault it's their fault people we're in charge of our own emotions (laughs) we're in charge of what we do if i don't like what andrea says i won't talk to andrea if i don't like what you say i won't i won't talk to you it's that simple exactly
2: if somebody wants to sit out there and harass me and tell me they wish i was dead and they they wish to you know somebody would stab a knife into my head or what i don't i don't care that's the thing Sticks. I don't care. You can feel about me however you want. Sticks I've had and stones. Throw yeah, exactly. I've had people throw insults at me my whole entire life. Like, that shit just bounces off. I don't, you know. Um, but you, you are taking, they're taking it to such an extreme now. And you know what? It's, I value the left's ability to say whatever the hell they want. So if they want to throw threats at us and they want to threaten violence, go ahead.
1: And spread fake news.
2: Let them because you know what they have the right to say that now when you act upon violence against somebody else we have laws against that but they should be able to say whatever the hell they want and if you feel threatened Mm -hmm. by it so what
1: unless it's an actual threat then of course you get in the laws of that but
2: but again why
1: you can threaten somebody unless
2: you act on that threat
1: because it leads to violence and I don't know. That's just but then you've got hate speech. You've I got, know. See, this I'm is saying. the thing. Is, I'm just saying.
2: When you start adding, when you start adding things onto the
1: Constitution, and
2: this is the problem that we have. Because look at all your ballots. I guarantee you, there are constitutional amendments in those ballots. I've got an example. We have on our Montana ballot one of the things that is. Um, Up for election is a constitutional amendment that is a born alive bill okay and it basically says that um you know it's talking about babies born through botched abortions or for early termination of pregnancies and stuff so early early births um if a baby an infant is born with a heartbeat or takes a breath they are considered human And that medical personnel have to offer um, medical care to that child because they have civil rights as a human being. Okay. Sounds good, right? Until you start to realize that now you've got the government deciding what a person is and what constitutes a person. Uh, Why do they get to do that? People aren't going to think... so this is it's the problem. That we ran into.
1: Well, the Constitution
2: oh. says that everybody has civil rights. Everybody has rights. So this is the problem that we ran into with this precedent was set back during the Civil War when Abraham Lincoln did what he did and gave gave the slave rights. Slaves already had rights.
1: Right. The
2: Constitution gave them those rights.
1: Everybody. All they
2: had to do was stand up and say, no, we live in this country, we're citizens of this country, we have the same rights as you do, and you can't treat us like this.
1: Per the Constitution.
2: Per the Constitution. Yeah, so... They didn't need a special amendment for that. So yeah. now you've got, the government is defining, and so this is what happens. Yeah. You define no. speech. You define who, you define people. and so
1: With the definition of people... That's done in the Constitution as well. Persons. Right. Okay. So, right. I have a point. Okay. You're saying um, that they're defining what a person is. It's defined in Black Law's Dictionary when it comes down to these things, right? And it's a corporation. Um, but really what they're doing is defining when a person is, I guess. Yeah,
2: yes. Yeah. When. When is a person a person? And they're saying that... that when that baby is born, if it has a heartbeat and takes a breath or takes a breath, that is when it is when it becomes a person and is subjected to civil rights. Well, why not before then? Yeah. Who gets to decide and why do they get to decide when a person is a person?
1: Right. If that and this is the problem. If that um person doesn't have a heartbeat yet, aren't they just a person without a heartbeat? Right. Or
2: they have a heartbeat in the womb.
1: but yeah. they're not
2: born, they haven't taken a breath. So are they not human then? No. And see, that's the problem yes. with these laws. They are, wait, fate, they,
1: they, they are human, I believe, before that. I, point.
2: I believe they are too.
1: But yeah. the,
2: my point is is that the way that they write this legislation, do you know how many pro-life people are going to vote for this?
1: No, no idea.
2: All of them. Just about all of them. I was like, well, yeah, they should not... If, you know, a baby is born from a botched abortion. They should be offered medical care. They shouldn't just be, and that's how they sell this. They're like, well, if a woman wants to abort a baby and that baby is born alive through a botched abortion, she can just say, I don't want that baby, just let it die. It's going to die anyway.
1: I'm not sure I understand all the nuances of this or what exactly is going on.
2: Well, right, and I, my point wasn't to get into, you know, the particulars of this bill. Oh, okay. My, my point was that the way that they do these things is they make them sound all lovely oh, yeah. and pretty and wonderful. And who doesn't want a baby that needs medical attention to get that medical attention. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Remember the gay rights bill in California, uh, like during, I think the Obama administration
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it was like, if you vote, no, it's actually, for it. for yeah, if you vote, no, it's for it. If you vote, yes, it's against it. Yeah. And it confuses the shit out of everybody. Oh, yeah. And they do that <laughs> all the time. Yeah.
2: But in this one, it's a literally a constitutional amendment that puts in there a definition for when a person becomes a person. And I'm like, after I got to thinking about that, because I was all, I was, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I was going to vote yes for this bill. Mm-hmm. Not that my voting matters or anybody really cares, but Every after thinking matters. about that... After thinking about that, I was like, wait a minute. And and it was my husband that brought this point up. And we need to be very careful about amending our constitutions, Mm -hmm. our state constitutions, as well as our federal constitution, because you start putting these precedents in there and you start now all of a sudden you're giving the government a whole lot of leeway to define anything they want. And amend the constitution with it. So while it sounds great, and I am definitely pro-life, I will be voting no on this.
1: It's because I am not
2: amending the constitution to allow the government to dictate when people become people. But it took a lot of thinking to get to that point, and most people don't do their research, don't think about these things. They're just like, "Oh, yeah, it sounds great." And they vote yes for it.
1: This is wild, huh? It's a, it's, it's very corrupt. And, um, there's so much modification and crap in there now. It's just a spider web mess, man. Yeah. Really interesting. And
2: The other part about it is too, is that it takes away the rights of the parents
1: to decide. Yeah. Hmm.
2: And so then you're putting the control over that child in the government's hands
1: interesting not good yeah definitely need less interference we really just need a blank slate get rid of all the extra stuff let's let's we do
2: get back to the basics of the constitution yeah the one that says that speech is free and you can say whatever the hell you want without persecution fear of persecution from your government
1: yeah that would be great freedom sounds good right i know (laughs)
2: freedom to bear, the, you know, the right to bear arms without any stipulations. It doesn't matter if you're a felon or been convicted of a felony. You have the right to protect your family if you're not in jail, because obviously in jail, you don't, are not allowed to have weapons.
1: You That's, know what I mean? Which is unconstitutional.
2: <laughs> well, you're, you're in a, you're in a private, you're in a place where, I mean, even I'm during kind the times of the Constitution.
1: I'm kind of making a joke, but technically...
2: It technically, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, technically, you don't need protection in prison because you've you got all kinds of,
1: you know, armed guards. Oh, yeah. Hopefully, they you don't know. fall asleep.
2: It's just kind of one of those things hmm. that we've allowed them to erode our, our freedoms. And people have just sat back and said, Well, it's not that bad. It's not that big of a deal. Well, it's only this little thing it's one little thing after another little thing and it's all added up to now we don't have any freedoms
1: or like I don't spread misinformation. So this doesn't affect me.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. What else have we got here? Somebody made a good point about this $8 a month thing from Twitter. Uh, David Sachs said that the entitled elite is not mad that they have to pay $8 a month. (laughs) They're mad that anybody could pay $8 a month. And he's referring to getting um, verified on Twitter, and they're saying it'll be $8 a month. First, they were saying it'll be $20 a month, whatever. It's being kickballed, or what is spitballed, or whatever.
2: Spitballed, yeah.
1: Kickballed. Um,
2: They want to stay elite, and they can't do that if everybody can buy one.
1: Yep. So it's interesting, you know, this whole... Well, just like you, Andrea, I'm really skeptical about Elon and what the hell's going on. I think that is what he wants, though. He wants to ride this middle ground. He tweeted out yesterday. He's like, the fact that the far left and far right are mad at me right now is a good sign. I don't think he's totally based, but I do see his approach, and um, I don't here's think what, it's perfect, and I'm skeptical, but...
2: Here's my problem with it. When Okay, y- yes, you have extreme of free and speech. extreme right. Well, no, you're looking oh. at it from a different
1: angle. Okay.
2: Um, when you have extreme left and you have extreme right, right? Yeah. And you get rid of those. What you're left with is middle ground. Yes. Yeah. That middle ground is still going to disagree. So uh, what happens is that those that are middle left become more extreme left.
1: Right. And those this. who
2: are middle right become more extreme right. So all you're doing is creating more extremists in the process of doing this.
1: Right. Right. You just create a new bar for far left and far right. Yeah. And and that's what's happening
2: is that that shrinks. And pretty soon, which is where we're at now, this is what they've done to us, which is why we're so divided. This is why when people say, I believe that those on the left should have the freedom to say whatever the hell they want, even if they're threatening me, people on the right just scream. Because they've been allowed to get away with the violence perpetrated against the right with the right has not. And so they scream. But in order to protect our freedoms, our freedoms are not individual. They're all tied to one another. And so when you give up your own freedoms or you give up somebody else's freedoms, you're also giving up your own.
1: Yep. Wow. I didn't think about it in that perspective. Yeah, it just moves the bar and it's not probably Mm -hmm. going to be a solution at all.
2: It's absolutely not it, and if that's what Elon Musk is doing then he's a flipping idiot.
1: That's his plan. That's kind of what he tweeted at the beginning and that's what he tweeted the
2: That all he's yeah. doing is moving the bar. He's not actually accomplishing any real change. If he was, he would be trying to find people that could come in and be a middle ground and for saying, "You know what? I respect your right to feel this way."
1: Yeah, like Let's a chance.
2: compromise. There's See, here's the thing. There's compromises that we can make on the left and the right. There's compromises. I've got a whole slew of them in my head that nobody would listen to. Nobody on the left would like them. Nobody on the right would like them because they don't. The truth of the matter is, is nobody wants to work together anymore. Nobody wants to have those tough conversations and nobody wants to find real change because they're all so convinced that their rights and the other side is wrong that they must be canceled.
1: I don't think that's the majority, though. I think that's just the crazy, really brainwashed people.
2: I think it's becoming more and more and more. And what huh. Elon Musk is doing is creating more of that.
1: Interesting. I don't know. It doesn't seem to be good, though. I know that. Yeah. Speaking of far left stuff, um how dare you? Climate change fanatic Greta Thun 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 Thunberg says she wants to overthrow the whole capitalist system. That sounds very insurrection-y. Yeah, right. So anyway, I don't want to get deep into the story, but I just she's just And radically.
2: who cares what she says? She's freaking Norwegian, right? Like she's not even an <laughs> American, so, okay. so cool Greta. Yeah,
1: okay, okay, commie. Uh what else? let's just mow through uh some of this yeah. world news the UN Security Council votes down probe into bio labs in Ukraine oh nothing to see here um, of course they're like
2: we struck down we looked at the evidence and we dismissed all of it
1: <laughs> wow the UN Security Council votes down probe into bio labs in Ukraine I wonder why what else Russia to present evidence UK special forces behind Crimea attacks yes this was on the
2: pipeline
1: okay so the pipeline they also did the same thing I believe they blamed the UK on the attack on the bridge that is Russia's accusations so take it with Mm -hmm. a grain of borscht
2: they but they're they're saying they have evidence and they're planning yes. on presenting that I think by tomorrow maybe. Yes,
1: yes, I just I'm just pointing it out. These aren't our words. We're just reporting. These the are news. not our words. And you know, obviously other people say different things. But who's lying here? If I had to vote, if I had to guess, you know, probably where I stand. Uh two days after exposing pedophile ring run by CIA and Mossad, Crypto Developer was found dead. Wasn't that interesting? That's really Yeah, I saw this the other day. We haven't had the opportunity to cover it yet. Um it's been making it into our news notes for a couple of days. <coughs> I'm but. sure that Josh will
2: dig into it and have um because there's a lot there to unpack. It's a small story, but there's a lot to unpack in that and you know, he basically called out the CIA and the Mossad, which is the Israeli form of the CIA and said that they're running a pedophile ring off the eastern coast of the United States. Yeah. I cannot verify whether that is true or not true, but the fact that he ended up dead is interesting.
1: Yeah, it's not helping the case, is it? No. Um, And of course, we saw North Korea launching, uh, I think, dozens of missiles yesterday, and today they continue with firing an unspecified ballistic missile, according to South Korea. Um, The Pacific Ocean is really taking a beating all these missiles yep um you can a... go ahead
2: oh. oh yeah he's doing a u-turn on attending the cop 27 in egypt which is a climate there's, thing. yeah climate change conference um, there's some of them that are i think brennan thunberg also is not going this year and um there's several of uh, several high ranking people who are opting out of sounds this, like maybe interesting
1: maybe there's some division in the climate change world huh
2: there could be or they're thinking that I, I almost wondered if they were like planning on or expecting some kind of false flag event I don't know Interesting. unsubstantiated but I did find yes. it interesting that these people who usually go to this year after year after year all of a sudden now going, yeah,
1: no, I think I'm going to skip it this year. Interesting. Okay, interesting postulation. Mm -hmm. Lastly here, Saudi Arabia has shared intelligence with U.S. officials, suggesting Iran could be preparing for an imminent attack on the kingdom. One of the officials described the threat as credible and said it could happen soon or within 48 hours. And this is, I believe, from yesterday. So, here we are, Saudi Arabia telling the U.S., suggesting iran Iran could attack attack. this sounds like the perfect but they're not it's not
2: they're not going to attack the u.s if they're attacking saudi arabia they're going to attack saudi arabia they're looking for american support is what they're looking for
1: yeah and it's just a perfect setup for a false flag potential there's always that potential i don't know nothing i'm just guessing who am i i don't know but you know i think maybe you might agree yeah. Um, did you see this story? This last I one. I didn't. I didn't. Well, um, let me pull it up because I don't recall all of the details except the most important detail, which is the cause of death revealed after Colorado Republican died unexpectedly. Um, House Minority Leader Hugh McKean, who suddenly passed away last weekend at his home, is what this who this is about. And does, do you want to guess, and people listening, take a guess at what the cause of death was? He was jabinated. Well, yes. Heart Myocarditis. Heart attack. Attacked by his own heart. Yeah. Wow, how did you know that? You must be psychic. I must be psychic.
2: I will say this, though. Um... With all of the deaths that we're having, and a lot of them are jab related, and I saw there was, um, you know, obviously deaths, unexpected deaths have increased by like 17%, um, and deaths associated from cancers and heart conditions are have skyrocketed. But I will say this, not every death is necessarily related to the jab. People still do die of natural causes and unexpected health things that, you know, we're just undiagnosed. I mean, uh, cancer, people who've been getting cancer for hundreds of years, it doesn't necessarily mean that, um, that it's related to the jab. So not everything is, is jab related, right? We need to just keep that in mind too, because I know I see an awful lot of stuff that, you know, where, some person who's 89 years old and dies, um, people, and I'm not saying anybody in particular, because a lot of this stuff I see on Twitter and stuff, I'm just putting it out there. Um, they're saying, oh my God, they must be jabbed. Are they jabbed? Do they get the... Va-? They're 89 years old. <laughs> like, regardless of whether they got the jab, they're probably close to death anyway. Like, we it's seem true. to forget that not every death is related to this you know we can't because all we're gonna do is discredit ourselves in saying that and look like the looney tunes that they try to make us out to be you know so yeah i think there is
1: there is a danger there but
2: i mean obviously if somebody is you know triple jabbed and they get their fourth jab and they die two weeks later of a mysterious heart condition yeah, I mean, it's pretty safe to say that they probably died from their booster shot, right? Like, I don't think it's as far stretched to put some of this stuff together. But um, when it comes to some of these people, and especially on in the cases where they're old and it doesn't even mention anything about them being jabbed, we can't just automatically jump to that assumption because people still do die every day.
1: It's true. Um I even think before, like pre-jab days, mm-hmm. people dying. I think is has a lot to do with um, diet and other medications. Anyway, yeah. Um, so I think a it's, lot of your
2: pharmaceuticals are designed to kill you.
1: Yeah. I got a book well. that
2: we just recently bought and the the list it's and it doesn't even cover all of them it covers the main ones but a lot of your like your blood pressure medications and heart disease medications they're actually designed to weaken your heart because it requires you to stay it helps you stay on that medication
1: Hmm. interesting yeah there's a lot of things like that in the medical but that's all we got for today a little bit over I know you guys don't mind. We appreciate you. We do have a couple donations for this episode and we appreciate you guys helping mm-hmm. us keep the ball rolling here. Shasta donated four lemons. Alan Godwin's gifted a can. Thank you so much, Alan. Thank, Thank you me. so much, Shasta. Uh, if you guys want to donate directly to the Red Pill Project, aside from during the live shows, you can. Um, Redpills.tv slash go is our Give, sun Go campaign. If you go to www redpills.tv slash go. You can check that out. Pray for us. Donate. That's awesome. Or um, just tune in and watch our shows. It's a great way to support us as well. So thank you everybody who tuned in, shared, liked, did all those things, commented away. We appreciate it. You know, you could go to Rumble and leave comments after the fact. We see all that. Facebook as well. Anywhere else, Cloud Hub, etc. We love it as well. Please join our private social network for the Social Red Pill or Red Pill Project, www.socialredpill.com. We'd love to see you there. Uh, keep updated on what's going on. Send Josh messages. Send us messages. We appreciate all of the um, notifications of what the hell's going on. You know, hey, did you see this? Did you see that? We we love it. You could follow us on Twitter as well at the names you see above us. Uh, also follow Josh on Twitter at Red Pill the World, right? I think. Yes. And we'll be back tonight with the daily dose. So see you guys then. Thank you so much. Godspeed.
2: Again.